First off, who am I? Why the stars of the team to beat in the West? Who's going to be this year's training camp surprise? And can Matt Duchesne put the stars over the hump? That and more next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. And yes, you heard me correctly. Locked on Stars is back, baby. Hockey is right around the corner, so it's time to ramp things up and get ready for another season. So allow me to introduce myself because I'm sure many of you are wondering who this is, who you're listening to, who you're maybe seeing on the screen. Well, my name is Joey Erickson. I was a former producer on 105.3 The Fan. I'm currently the play-by-play broadcaster for the Chippewa Steel in the North American Hockey League. So I currently reside in Wisconsin, but do not panic. Uh, I am from DFW. I was born and raised in Richardson, Texas, and I am a lifelong Dallas Stars fan and excited to be with you all here today and for this season. I'm extremely excited for this opportunity to talk stars every single day and share my passion with you guys and continue to build this podcast and community. And we all know in this space as well that there's not a lot of places you can go to get stars talk every single day, but this is one option for you because we're free and available anywhere you get your podcast as well on YouTube. So I'm super, super thrilled to be with you. Uh, So I wanted to come on and introduce myself a little bit, uh, let you get to know a little bit about me and also do some stars talk because that's what you came here for uh, anyways. But uh, before we jump into why I think the stars are the team to beat in the West, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Well, let's hop right into it, and uh, I wanted to get into why I believe the Stars are the team to beat in the West, and I don't want to get into too much on other teams and clubs about who they have and what they're bringing out or bringing back, but more on why the Stars were so successful last year and why I think they can sustain that here in 2023-24, and I, I wanted to start with just a few numbers in uh, really some categories that I think uh, really make the mark of a good team. And I want to start with your goals against average and goals per game. And the Stars were top 10 in both of those categories. And it seems like at the end of the year, uh, the teams towards the end that are the last one standing are pretty high in both these categories. And the Stars had a 2.62 goals against average. That was third in the NHL and a 3.43 goals per game. And that was seventh. And if you can keep the puck out of your net and score on the opposition, that's usually a good sign. And it helps, of course, they had a great net miner in Jake Ottinger. But uh, the more, I guess, surprising thing was this ability to score at a pretty alarming rate. Uh, They scored about more than a goal per game than the season prior. And with Pete DeBoer coming in with this new system and really allowing this offense to flourish was phenomenal to see last year Uh, guys like Jamie Benn and Sagan finally seem to embrace this offensive mentality which they were not 
necessarily not allowed to take last year, but it was kind of almost understood that you need to take care of the net in front of you first or the net behind you, I should say, before worrying about the one on the other end. And we knew this uh, squad had the ability to suppress offenses. Uh, They were great at it for years. I think they've been top five in goals against average in the last five years or so. And, you know, this was through the Ben Bishop, Hudobin days, and now ushering in Jake Ottinger. So that was never an issue, but it was really, really nice to see this offense be able to put up almost three a night because a few years ago, if they scored three, uh, it felt like lock up shot, man, it's over. Uh, You ain't getting more than two on this team, but uh, when they were scoring four, five a night, uh, it, it just really helps you. It especially helps your net minder and it helps yourself a little bit. You're not pressing and they did not have to play catch up as much. Uh, they, they had to play behind the eight ball quite a bit for a few years. And with this, you know, new offensive, I, I guess, found uh, group with your forwards up front, uh, it, it really allowed the stars to not have to fight to get into the playoffs. They were playing with the upper echelon of the Western Conference. And, you know, they finished second in the Central Division, but they weren't fighting to get in where you're like, you need to win three out of five here down the stretch to really solidify yourself. So those are a few uh, numbers that I think are extremely important. Another one is the special teams, and they were great. Top five in both, 25% on the power play. That was fifth best, and 83.5% on the PK. Special teams is huge, especially in today's age of hockey come playoff time. Uh, it's penalties galore sometime. I mean, look at that Minnesota series. As it goes along, the whistles do not get used as much, and it's a little tighter, but it's so big when you have the man advantage to capitalize. And in large part, it was due to the fact that Miro Haskin was running the power play. I think he finished with 34 power play points. He had a career high, of course, and he was phenomenal. And I know he shocked a lot of the people uh, in the hockey world with his ability uh, to quarterback a power play. But we knew here in DFW that, that was no issue in his eye and talent. Uh, it helped with John Klingberg leaving. So he finally got to take over and, and really show. Uh, what he was capable of, and he de- he definitely showed that. Another reason is the PK, and uh, of course, it helps to have a great netminder. You have a number one and Jake Ottinger, but uh, if you can kill and you have guys that love to kill as well, which is something we've been probably spoiled with in the last few years. Uh, Blake Como, obviously he's gone. Uh, Radic Fox is another guy that penalty is on the penalty kill on the back end too with Miro who can play in all situations and Essa Lindell who's probably your best defensive uh, defenseman uh, they have lost a few guys that they will have to replace I think they're going to be in good hands however with Luke and Glenn Denning heading off in free agency in the offseason as well as Yola Kiviranta so there's some guys you have to replace but one of the things that's a huge factor on special teams is the faceoff percentage and the Stars are phenomenal at that. They were the best in the league at 54%. Because if you can start with a puck on special teams, it's huge. It's, it, on the on the PK, you get out of your own end. And on the power play, you can set it up and, and really start to force the issue and get what you want. And they have guys that can win draws like Mad Men. Uh, I mean, Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, Joe Pavelski, Ropa Hintz. I can go on and on. Even Raddick's pretty good in that category. 
uh, it's huge to be able to start with the puck. And it it really, I think, feeds your power play and penalty kill. You know, the faceoff percentage correlation doesn't always equal causation in terms of wins, but it it definitely helps on special teams because if you're starting with the puck, uh, it gives you the ability to, to really control the play and do what you want. And adding in a guy like Matt Duchesne as well, I think is going to be uh, another nice factor that's going to uh, add a unique little flair to the power play uh, units. And he's probably going to be on the second power play unit, and we're, we'll talk about him a little bit more later on the show. But he's another nice wrinkle to this situation. Last but not least, Jason Robertson. 109 points. You have a top 10 score in the league. Every team has a guy that can light the lamp. And Jason Robertson is that guy for the Dallas Stars. It's the first time the Stars have had a top 10 score in the league since Jamie in 2015-2016, which is pretty unbelievable. And he didn't win the Art Ross that year. He actually won it the year prior with two less points, which is pretty incredible. And we all know what the Art Ross looks like now. It's If you're not scoring at least 115 now, you're probably not going to win it with the Connor McDavid's of the world. But Robo's a guy that has a knack for scoring, of course. We know that. And if he has the puck on his stick, more often than not, he's going to find the back of the net. And it's important to have guys like that that are just shooting the pill at will at opposing net minders. And Jason Robertson is definitely that. And that's why I think the Stars team is just so deadly and really should be the team to beat in the West. They have the components of a great defense, a great number one goaltender, uh, an offensive group with depth that can score on special teams, can penalty kill. And I feel like they just have a great mix of, you know, your young core now that's coming up and your old veterans. And we've probably been talking about that for a few years now, but I think they found this healthy balance and now their window is open and they can play at the upper echelon of the West for four or five years now. Uh, I mean, really, there's no reason why they should not with the group they've assembled. And with training camp just a couple of days away, it's very, very exciting to think about what this team has in store for us this year. And puck drop is just uh, about a month away on opening night against the St. Louis Blues. So uh, we'll continue to uh, dive into some storylines and what's going to go on uh, on in training camp. And that's what I want to get into next about some guys that can maybe turn some heads and maybe even surprise people and crack the uh, opening lineup here uh, against the Blues in just about a month. So we'll get into that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand, and Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. 
Alrighty, let's jump right into it as we take a look at some of the guys I think can maybe surprise some people and maybe even force Pete DeBoer to have to make some tough decisions come uh, opening night here in just about a month. And, uh, you know, I, I'm looking for guys that maybe have similar stories to like Wyatt Johnston, right, who came in, not a whole lot of people knew about him, but got better every single day because he did not play a ton of junior hockey because of COVID and whatnot, but came into training camp and he got better. And next thing you know, he's in the lineup and we'll keep you around for about a dozen games. We'll see what happens from there. And we all know how that story ends. He ends up making a nice run at the Calder at the end of the year and has a giant impact uh, on the stars last season. So uh, I wanted to take a look at some guys that maybe come in that are not on your radar, so to speak, but may have some impact and also, I want to let you know, just preface, I'm not breaking the stars world with some of these names. I did want to get into some of the obvious ones because we're thrilled as stars fans and we have been waiting for some of these guys for some time now. And that's why I want to start with a guy like Logan Stankoven, right? 97 points in 48 games in the WHL. And the stars have a great rapport too with the Camp Loops Blazers. And it seems like it's almost been like a feeding system of guys here to the stars of late. And Stan Coven is every bit of a guy that you would love to see in a stars uniform come in October. I, I really encourage you to go on YouTube and type in his name and watch him play. He's got a great motor. He can stick handle in a phone booth. He's so shifty. And the thing that I really love about him is he seems to be a pass-first kind of guy before he wants to shoot it. And I have an affinity for guys like those. And, and it reminds me a little bit of Max Domi and the way he plays, similar stature. And when you just watch him cruise through the neutral zone and get in on the attack, he just has a great knack for finding the open guy. He seems to be so aware, high hockey IQ, can always find that open man and, to be honest, the defense in the WHL is not superb by any means <laughs> with some of the scores that are being put up, but he obviously had no no trouble accumulating points in the past few seasons. And another great thing is he was a captain there. I think that's a great element. Guys that have been leaders in places, he's been the guy. Uh, you know, he grew up there, and that was really a huge part of his life, and I think that's uh, another great quality uh, that you have in a guy like Stan Coven, especially with guys like Jamie Benn. They're on the tail end of the career. Look, he's not going anywhere anytime soon, but you got to start thinking about that, like the passing of the torch between kind of the old and now this new era of stars hockey. And Logan Stan Coven is going to be a, a fun one to watch in a few years and watch him develop. And I know some people are, are hoping that he does make uh, the lineup on opening nights. Uh, if not, he will start in Texas in the AHL, but has the ability to make an impact and be that Wyatt Johnson of this year. You know, a 19-year-old that can play every day and maybe even get uh, some special teams time. And next thing you know, you're off and running and you have a, a superstar in the making. Another guy that's a little bit uh, lesser known, I guess you could say, but not too far disconnected from Stan Coven is his line mate, Matthew Simonoff is another one I'm very intrigued with for this reason is where he scores the majority of his goals. He seems to always be 
in front of the net mouth within that 10 to foot circle around the cage. He's in that area and he gets a ton of opportunities, which is so valuable, especially in today's game with it's so high flying and uh, on the rush and the league wants it to be that way. Uh, you know, they're pushing offense. They want more goals. They want more shots uh, because that's good. And everybody loves to watch that. So uh, I, for a guy like Simonoff that is not afraid to get in those kind of gritty, dirty areas, I think that's a great sign for a young guy. He's a little bit bigger than Stan Coven. He had 82 points in 62 games. And hey, maybe that's playing with Stan Coven. But look, he can make plays for himself off the rush as well. And, and like I said, him in front of the crease and just really getting to those areas is huge and always an element that I think teams need because when it comes to push and shove playoff time, it's about getting those rebounds and those loose pucks in that area and finding a way to bludgeon them past goaltenders. And if you have a guy that can do that, uh, it, it is, is definitely going to help your cause. All right. The last guy I want to go with and, this probably is not going to be a training camp surprise, but someone I think can really do a lot for himself in the eyes of this coaching staff, and that's Niels Lundqvist. I think it's important that Lundqvist is able to establish himself as an everyday defenseman in this league. We saw flashes of it last year, and I know a lot of the fan base was griping that he was not playing in front of others, and people were lighting the torches and, and ready to go to battle. But, you know, he's still so young. And I understand he gave up a first-round pick for him, so you really wanted to pan out. But it takes about, you know, they say 200 games in this league to really understand how to play defense at this level. And, you know, he's in the infancy of his career, and he's still trying to understand where his role is. And who knows, maybe he's never going to pan out to be a top four defensemen and I know that may kind of eat and make people cringe a bit but if he can be a solid everyday defenseman for this team it's really going to help your decor out with the development of Thomas Harley now who is going to be a top four uh, defenseman and maybe you pair him along with Miro or Esselindel who knows what that's going to look like but if you can have Niels Lundqvist really establish himself uh, it's going to go a long way for himself and and this decor that desperately needs it because you need depth at that position. Look at Vegas last year. Uh, it was guy after guy that was solid. And it if you don't have that, it's really hard to, to hoist the, the Stanley Cup. It's just necessary. And if Niels Lundqvist can really, really establish himself and have a great training camp and crack the lineup every night, I think that's going to be huge for his confidence. And we saw the ability last season a few times where, man, this is a small but mobile puck-moving defenseman who has some offensive upside. And if he can really, really lock into that, man, you're going to have a, a really nice player on your hands. And you're going to think you have a guy like him, Thomas Harley, and Miro now that are uh, really solidified your defense. Uh, like, let's let's run and gun now. And uh, that that'll be that'll be huge for this Stars team this season, and and those are a few of the guys that I would love to see really have some some great training camps or at least some big years. Stan Coven, I know we've been 
teasing that for years, it feels like, within the community. And uh, Simonoff is another guy on his line that I think you need to pay attention to because uh, who knows, with injuries and such, some guys have to be called up and some are going to have to make contributions earlier than we thought. So uh, we'll see how the cookie crumbles. Uh, but just wanted to uh, go over some some different guys, especially with training camp just right around the corner. And we have a, a preseason game on Saturday. Can you believe it? Against the Coyotes at the HEB Center in Cedar Park, Texas. So uh, definitely uh, excited to, to get things rolling. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here. All right, let's uh, wrap up with uh, some Matt Duchesne talk. Yeah, we'll do that in just a moment because I want to see or I want to explain why I think Matt Duchesne is the factor that can put the stars over the hump this season. We'll do that next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Alrighty, let's go ahead and jump into the final segment today here on Locked on Stars. And I do want to remind everybody, if you have not already, go ahead and subscribe to the Locked on Stars podcast here on YouTube because we are back, baby. So subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on any of this daily content and Stars Talk every single day. And stay tuned for tomorrow because uh, I'm going to try to get into some player profiles, maybe start with the D group and go over some expectations, maybe get some grades on last season and uh, what we expect going forward for this upcoming year. And we'll see how many uh, stars we can get through before uh, opening night here in just about a month. So uh, make sure you stay tuned because we're free and available everywhere you get your podcast, your team every single day. Excited to be back. Pleasure to be with you. Want to Thank you for tuning in today, and hopefully I haven't scared you away quite yet uh, because I wanted to talk about Matt Duchesne. He was kind of the headliner in the offseason that the Stars signed, and probably for some good reason. You know, he had 56 points. He was the leading scorer for the Nashville Predators last season, and he's had a few good years uh, in really the latter half of his career. And I think he brings a unique skill set and could this be the missing piece that the stars have been waiting for to finally put them over the hump and hoist that Stanley Cup for the second time in franchise history? Um, Duchesne, of course, his best years are behind him. But in today's league, or I guess you could say era, you know, 33, your mid-30s are just so much different than it was 10 years ago. And look at guys like Pavelski and Ben. Uh, and Pavelski may be a little bit of an outlier because he will probably start setting career highs into his 40s. <laughs> just, he just doesn't want to slow down. But these guys can have reju rejuvenations or almost extend your prime a little bit. And Duchesne's not in his prime by any means, but uh, this is a guy that at one point was a superstar in this league and really was the guy in a few places like Colorado when he was coming up. and. One of the things that he brings that I'm really intrigued about is his power play abilities. He only had five power play goals last year, 
13 points, but the previous season before that, he had 16 power play goals. And if you bring in a guy that can bring you double digits on the power play, um, like you should be jumping up and down because, and and this is a guy that's probably not going to play on your first power play unit. I don't really see where he fits in. He's more than likely going to be uh, on the second unit uh, and along hopefully with somebody other than Ryan Suter. Can we agree on that before we get any further that no more Ryan Suter on the power play? Uh, no Moss. We have too many good young defensemen that can take over that role. Anyways, before we get sidetracked is uh, Matt Duchesne brings that IQ and high-end talent to your power play that I think can be so, so crucial. And it'll be fun to see how he kind of gels in with this lineup because it just seems like he's going to fit so well in with your Sagan and Marchment maybe, and who knows how it's all going to shape up. But you have this great mix of old and new coming together. And this could be the missing piece that the Stars have been looking for. And he's really the first uh, big free agent signing uh, from a Ford, it feels like since Patrick Sharp, who came in and Sharp had a good year. And remember that high flying offense, they couldn't stop a lick, but they could score with the best in the league. And you bring him into this Pete DeBoer system that allows guys to flourish. And it looks like even guys that are on the tail end of their career that are kind of heading towards the end can still be very productive and can contribute at a high level because he's not going to be playing as much as he did in Nashville. He's going to be more in that Jamie Ben role where Jamie was playing less, but providing more will probably be within that 15 to 16 minute mark a night, uh, depending on the situation. And he's going to be expected to produce. And I think that's a great situation for him where he doesn't have to be that guy. He's a part of the puzzle because you have an elite first line that does a lot of your, your, your goal scoring. And now it feels like you have some stability and comfortability one through 12 with your forward groups. It just feels like the most depth that the stars have had for a few years. And that was a huge gripe for, I mean, just season after season, where's the depth. We always seem to have one great line, but you did not know what you were going to get out of the others. There was some inconsistency uh, between the forward groups, and it, it made it tough when you need almost three a night to win in this league. It's just the the nature of the game today. Um, it's so exciting to see Matt Duchesne come and have the ability to help bring a championship here to Dallas. And that was one of the draws, right? Because he's part of the group like Pavelski, and Suter and Ben, who have never won, and they're hungry to it. That's what drew him here to Dallas, the opportunity to make some waves and win. And it, it, it should be a thrilling and exciting few weeks leading up to this season uh, because the opportunities that this Stars team has to, to make a really deep run uh, is, definitely, is definitely in there. They have the characteristics of a great team, and I mentioned I think this – window is is wide open with some of the contracts they've had laid out and I'm not huge into looking at, at money and what players are making and whatnot but you know you have some guys on some team friendly deals uh, if it's any time to start making it work it's now and Jim Neal understands that as the general manager 
And uh, I'm sure he's trying to lock it down and get ready because, yes, playoffs are eight months down the line, but you bring in a Matt Duchesne for the playoffs. That experience, he's been there before. He understands what it takes to win at a high level. Yes, he's never done it, but he's been in the thick of things and he's been a leader before uh, as a young guy. And I think that is so valuable in a locker room uh, to help young guys that are new to this and being a, you know, an everyday hockey player and being a professional at this level, uh, you can never have enough for those guys. And uh, Matt Duchesne could be the X factor that the stars have been waiting for. And maybe he finally puts them over the hump. They've gotten to the Western conference finals now a couple of times in the last few years, trying to make the playoffs for three straight seasons, which uh, it's pretty surprising when you think about it. I think we could all agree we expect them to make the playoffs again. If not, it would be a total bust on this year. And, of course, that's uh, prefacing injuries and whatnot and things that go along with the ebbs and flows of a hockey season. But uh, I can't wait to uh, just have the roller coaster of emotions and the ebbs and flows of a season. And that's why I'm so excited to be with you here on this platform and talk about the stars every day. I have so much passion and love for this team. And I feel like I have a chance to now exude that through the microphone and on your screen. And hopefully you can see that. And uh, I'm sure you share that same passion with me. And uh, as much as you hate to probably admit it, your mood can affect on the result of the stars game that night. So uh, we will ride together and uh, enjoy this roller coaster for this upcoming season. Uh, and want to thank you once again for uh, allowing me to uh, have my maiden voyage here on Locked on Stars. It is back, baby, so uh, make sure you tune in every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts as well on YouTube. And uh, let's get going, man. It's uh, it's almost October, and that means hockey is back, baby. Alrighty, so that'll wrap up my first episode here on Locked on Stars. Make sure you check out tomorrow as well as we get into some player profiles and uh, we'll really kick this thing off with a bang. So thank you so much. A pleasure to be with you. I hope you have a wonderful day. And we'll see you next time on Locked on Stars. So long, everybody. Mm-hmm.